1: And welcome, in everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I'd like to say it's the holiday edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Uh, and while all of the celebration continues, Thrive Financial Services, going to work, this is a critical two weeks before you transition out of 2021, David, into 2022.
2: Yeah, we uh, actually we just wrapped up a, a crazy week. Uh, we had three workshops that we had
3: done. One in... We were out in... Where were we? We were at Coatesville Country Club for the first time. We were at the Indian Springs Country Club in Pensauken and then the William Penn Inn in... Quintet.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was um, fantastic. All of the locations were packed to the to the gills, and um, you know, great information. And we keep refining the information that we provide. You know, because everything everything's changing, Joe. I mean, every week we hear something new. You know, um, the thing that we you know we've really put a lot of emphasis and and just take a step back and say good morning to our audience, and you'll notice Karen's missing today. She's uh, a little under the weather, but. Uh, all good. she's uh, we're getting ready for a trip to Jamaica for the holidays and wow, trying to get out of the country and then back into the country.
1: That's a process. Yeah, we're
2: gonna you know, now. Like I said to Karen, Joe, you know, if we get stuck down there for a little longer than anticipated, quite frankly, I'd be okay. Now, being the sensible one, Karen, you know, she's obviously already got anxiety and panic, and and you know, Karen
1: also has backup plan number two and backup number plan number three. And why I married her? There's <laughs> yes, a lot right. of plans. There's a lot
2: going on there. But um, yeah. So anyway, we um, you know we've um, really kind of put a major emphasis in our education workshops on. what What we call the four headwinds, right? So the headwinds, and it's unfortunate. You know, look, we—I'm 58 years old. You know, our audience typically is like my age and older. You know, we've worked a long time. We've worked 25, 35, 45, 50 years in some cases. We've done everything right, right? We live below our means. We saved our money. Um, You know, we successful raising our kids, getting them through college. You know, all those different types of things. And you know, for the past, what, Brett, 12, 15 years, we've seen nothing but kind of a really good uh, you know, market-type conditions. Of course, we had some blips along the way, but if you were in that accumulation phase right, in life where you're saving money, not spending money, it's been a great period of time. But the rules change, right? When you get to this stage of life where you got to be thinking, if I'm no longer working, I've got a couple sources of income. Right. So for typical, and I'm making a blanket statement, it's typically Social Security. If you're lucky, it's a pension. And then it's your retirement assets. Right. Now, whether that's in real estate or it's IRAs or 401ks, whatever it may be, but that's your three legged stool to kind of get through retirement. So now you got to be really strategic because here's the headwinds we've got inflation. Right? So we've gotten two really crazy numbers over the past couple of weeks. One was the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and that was inflation at 6%. And then we just got the PPI, which is the Producer Price Index, which talks a little bit about business and prices of goods and things of that sort, was up over 9%. 9%. So, you know, we as consumers are seeing it, right? Um, You know, the the airline industry, just as a perfect example, was kind of hurting there. So, prices were low. I got to tell you something, Joe. We have a a conference in Orlando the first and second week of January. That flight normally, 200 bucks round trip and, you know, kind of coach and maybe it cost $600 in first class. What'd you say? Yeah,
0: it was triple. 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 Triple.
2: You know what I mean? So I, you know, inflation's back. So inflation is one of the headwinds. I think we've built a pretty good case, both in our workshops and here on the radio, that taxes are going up. And taxes are going to hit people. Now, look, we don't know what Congress, what the stalemate will be. We don't know what's going to happen. The one thing we do know that if we stay in this stalemated situation, at the end of 2025, The tax cuts and job acts, tax rates, revert back to pre-2017 tax rates. And again, not to beat a dead horse, but during the campaign, the presidential election campaign, we heard that if you were making under $400,000, you didn't have to worry about taxes going up. But here's what we know. At the twelve percent current tax rate, going to fifteen percent—that's a twenty-five percent increase. And you know who most? Do you know what tax bracket most people are in in retirement? The twelve percent bracket. Yep. Yeah. Right. The twenty-four percent bracket is going to twenty-eight percent. That's a sixteen and three-quarter percent increase. It's a big deal. It's unfortunate, right? I mean,
3: and that best, that's best case scenario of twenty twenty six.
2: That's the best case scenario. That's absolutely it. And again, with stimulus and everything else is happening. So, so we've got we've got inflation. We've got increased taxation. We have a market that's done nothing but get to new highs constantly. Now that's starting to, you know, we're seeing the writing on the wall of the volatility that's going on in the markets over the past month and a half. Um, that may be a very Indicative of what we're going to see in our future, um, kind of some telltale signs. We'll talk a little bit about that today. And then the last thing, and we're going to talk a lot about this today, Joe. We're going to bring, you know, we don't always get kind of product specific, but I'm going to be talking about long term care insurance because the fourth headwind that we have that people really have not spent a lot of time on is longevity, right? Living longer than anticipated. And it's not always with the best health. And if you haven't factored in some type of budget, some type of protection for your assets related to the things that go along with longevity, it could be something that could be incredibly disruptive. So we've got four. Headwinds at an unopportune time, right? I mean, we're, we're now here at retirement, and all of a sudden, all these great conditions from the past low interest rate, low taxes you know, I mean, living long is always a great thing, and great market returns all of those things may end up flipping upside down. Just at the time that we have to be incredibly strategic about what we do. So I would say, stay tuned for the rest of the show. We're going to be talking about long term care, investment portfolios. Brett's going to be talking.
3: Yeah, it's one of those four pillars David spoke about taxes. And again, it's time sensitive. So just going to be talking about some last minute tips here for the year. And mm-hmm. we just need to follow up on some things. So well, it's excited ama- to share it, that. It,
1: it, it's absolutely amazing, Brett. David, in seven minutes and 35 seconds, in our opening part of the show covered a lifetime of decisions that we need to understand. It's unbelievable.
3: That's a, I mean, and that's what we try to do over and over and over is educate people, make them aware of it as to why we need to be educated about all these different thoughts that we didn't even know we needed to have, and then to inevitably be led through the whole situation, the whole process, because it's challenging. There's a lot of moving pieces going on. And that's what we're here to do. And that's what we're going to do here today as we're wrapping up the year is just continue that, that educational process.
1: As we go to our first break on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, I want to take just one moment on behalf of David Bazaar and Karen Bizar, uh and Brett Elam to say thank you, to all of our loyal listeners. And on that cue, (laughs) we'll go to the break. And welcome back. Happy holidays to everyone and thank you for joining us here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Good opening segment. Settle in. Guarantee we start off, uh, we end the year 2021 and we start the year 2022. Continuing to educate brett uh the listening audience and one thing that is for certain from week to week there is something new that you will learn that you thought you already know or you already knew coming into this week's show
3: and that's exactly it i mean and how we know that is people call us after the show and during the show um, week after week after week. So, again, it's our uh, it's our duty. It's our obligation. We feel we're here to serve, to just continue to provide that education. So, again, we're going to share a lot on today's show. So, again, even though we got a couple days left really in the year here, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions on anything that you hear. Again, you can reach out to us at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. So David spoke about the four pillars, and I'm excited to uh, for the listening audience to uh, hear what David's going to share here in just a little bit. But if you're a regular listener of the show, you know that we are obsessed with the tax topic. And David just spoke about with what, um, if nothing happens, what's going to happen in 2026. And while we got a gift for 2022 and 2023 to pretty much look the same as here in 2021, again, it's all more reason why we have to be proactive. So I'm going to uh, jump into things and talk about 10 last minute tax and retirement tips here for the end of the year. So let's jump right into it. Number one, and these are all things that we've talked about throughout the year, but now that there's a couple weeks left, we need to ensure that they actually happen because they're sensitive. So the very first one is follow up on IRA and 401k transactions like rollovers, conversions and backdoor Ross. And I think this, this article is very appropriate because I don't know how many phone calls we've received um, from our clients, just receiving uh, information from uh, uh, custodians that they might work with outside um, of Thrive, or even just here, just over on the insurance industry everywhere, our things are starting to be backlogged. And what people are like, oh, I put in that request. It's always great, and I would call it a fantastic thing in life if everything that we did for the very first time on the other side was always received and you never had to follow up on it. To me, that would solve world peace, but in reality is not everybody does what they're supposed to do, and if we wait and try and catch it in January, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. So follow up on these items that we're speaking about here today. And especially when we talk about the sensitivity of things like backdoor Roth IRAs, these are all things, especially the conversions and backdoor Roths, things that must be initiated, started, and completed here in 2021. So there's there's number one. Number two, the 60-day rollover rule. If you ever pulled money out of a 401k, you're well aware of that your uh, um, custodian, they're going to hold 20%. So if you call, say you call your 401k provider and request $100,000, they're only going to give you 80 because they're always going to withhold 20% for federal income taxes. But maybe you thought, and we see this a lot, man, I made a mistake, I don't want to have that tax burden. You have 60 days and after which you get that money to get those funds back into an IRA to ensure that that tax bomb that you may have just created by mistake does not happen needs to happen within 60 days. Here's what's important as well. That money that the 401k provider may have withheld for taxes, that 20%, that also should be contributed back into the IRA because that withdrawal that they just had for taxes will still show up on the tax return. Inevitably, that'll mean it'll be income, but all that money was withheld for taxes.
1: Quick question.
3: If it's day 61- Too late. Too late. Too late. Yeah, there used to be a lot of leniency related to that, but people used to abuse the process. So they're starting to track down more and more and more. You're limited to being able to do it once every 365 days as well. Again, it's probably probably a little over five seven years ago, somewhere back then is when they made that change. Um, number three, here's the big one: How much will that Roth conversion cost? Roth conversions are not free. That money we take from an IRA and move it to that Roth IRA. Taxes are due taxes are due. No ifs ands, or buts. So, I know it's something that we do here at Thrive is we work with our clients and helping them calculate what those taxes that are due. But if you're trying to doctor yourself or do it on your own, if you're a do it yourself or work with your accountant, work with somebody to make sure you know what that obligation is. You do not want to not have that tax bill paid. Next thing you know, you're going to be uh, having to do quarterly uh, estimated taxes. You may have some penalties uh, on taxes that should have been paid that were not. And then it's to understand January fifteenth of twenty twenty two is when the taxes are due. For anything that you've done in the fourth quarter, those taxes must be in by the fifteenth of January. What's unique about January 15th this year, it's a Monday, or pardon me, it's a Saturday, so sure you actually get a little bit of leniency to that Monday, January seventeenth, is that you get those vouchers, get those taxes paid on any conversions that you may have done. Next one, number four, we meet a lot of people that may have uh, rental properties that may still be a business owner. Sometimes in retirement, you're still consulting, et cetera. Just do not forget all that extra income because a lot of us are used to that social security, maybe that pension, maybe some IRA distributions, but rental property income or that consulting income counts in those overall equations. So we don't necessarily want to make a mistake and then it ends up being too late because you got to remember, we talk about the dominoes. Is that yes, when we're going to do a Roth conversion, again, there's always some cause and effect. Remember, we look at what we call that Medicare look back period. So our income that's going to be here in 2021 is going to how much we're going to pay in Medicare in 2023. For those of you who had good incomes in 2020, you know over the past month, you got that letter from the government saying, congratulations, you made a lot of money in 2020. You can now afford to pay more for Medicare in 2022. Please, if you believe there may be a reason it shouldn't be that way, we need to appeal. It says it on that letter you just received. You have a 30-day period in which you can appeal. That 30 days is coming up right now. S-S-A-44, that's the document of how we go to appeal Medicare It's got to be done right now. If you feel like you should not be, and a lot of times, people should not be paying that surcharge, but people don't know any different. They just pay it anyway. Be educated. Be aware of the situation. Don't just go through life just thinking that's the way things are supposed to be. So again, don't forget that surcharge period. Don't forget that other income when pulling all the puzzle pieces together because, again, we can never just commoditize things. We have to look over our right shoulder, look at our left shoulder, and realize, there's a lot of variables that always need to be taken into account with everything that I'm just talking about here. Yeah, and, and
1: one quick point on that, Brett. I think more and more people now, this is part of a byproduct of COVID, are working as independent contractors or gigs oh, or consultants. So they're
3: getting checks. A, they're getting money. They need to make sure that they're on top of that. Yeah, we were talking a little bit last week about the great resignation. Again, it's happening right now. Just massive numbers of people, especially with a lot of the changes to healthcare, is allowing people to go through that um, whole process. To so exactly to your point, Joe, it's, it's absolutely happening um, day in and day out. There's an important one. We're seeing people messing this up because they thought some way, somehow. Number five is take those required minimum distributions. Remember... It was only 2020 in which required minimum distributions were waived as part of the CARES Act. They came right back into play here in 2021. So we need to ensure that that money is pulled out here by the end of the year. We Remember, we can't wait till January, February, March. Again, the only way we can do that from a required minimum distribution is if, it's, if this year is your first year that you'd have to take your required minimum distribution, that's the only real circumstance and you can kick the can the following spring, meaning that money has to be pulled out by April 15th. But any other year that required minimum distribution must be pulled out by the end of the calendar year, which again is December 31st. And do not wait till the last day because so many of these institutions are so far backed out. We got to get that money out now. So I just went through the first five steps I might get another one in here for the break. And again, if you heard something there, it's like, I'm not sure. It sounds like something that might be relative to me, but I'm not sure if I need to act upon it or not. Just give us a call. That's what we're here for. You don't have to, we'd love to sit down with you, but with these last minute action steps. We don't have time to think about it. We just need to go actually seek it out. Do not necessarily go Dr. Google because you're going to end up sometimes in more confusion than when you started. This is what we're here to do. We educate people, we make them aware of it, and we help people lead them through the overall process. So again, number five was take those RMDs. And let me get one more in here before the break. Make sure heirs take required minimum distributions if needed. Remember, December of 20 or pardon me 2019 was what started uh, the SECURE Act. If people had passed away previous to January of 2020 and you inherited that IRA from someone other than your spouse, you got to take a mo- amount of money out each year. Again, that was waived in 2020 as part of the CARES Act, but It's back again in 2021. So if you had an inherited IRA that was started in 2019 or before, remember, we got to take those required minimum distributions from those beneficiary IRAs. The change, remember, is that if somebody passed away in January of 2020 or later, it's not required. Remember, the rule change is now that 100% of the proceeds must be pulled out in a 10-year period of time. Very big distinction. One of the biggest changes in our industry was that SECURE Act that got passed in December of 19. One of things we talk about at our workshop week over week. There's a lot of confusion of everything that law change had happened because this is really the first year that it's coming back into play because those required minimum distributions were weighed for everybody in 2020. The rule book has completely changed. So make yourself aware... Of the Secure Act and those beneficiary IRAs. Quick question before we go to the break. If
1: you miss taking out the required
3: Yeah, minimum distribution, distribution. 50%? 50% penalty. You don't want to miss that one. You don't want to miss that. I promise you the government's the last place you want that money to go. Roadmap
1: to Retirement, the radio show. Today with David Bazaar and Brett Elam. And of course, on behalf of the practical Karen Bazaar. Happy holidays. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Going to jump right back in with Brett Elam and pick up uh, on the remaining items. I think in our last break, Brett, you covered six of the 10.
3: Yes, sir. So we'll
1: get to the other four.
3: Yeah, so again, these are Last minute tax and retirement tips for 2021. So, number seven, especially when we talk about the great resignation and, and just record amounts of monies coming out of 401ks, is you need to be aware of net unrealized appreciation, otherwise known as NUA. This is all part of tax planning for those lump sum distributions. Essentially, what that is, I'm going to put that into layman's terms. Again, if you're a regular listener to the show, we do a couple segments uh, throughout the year that specifically specifically go through this topic but this is it i need you to understand is that if you have stock company stock in your 401k educate yourself make yourself aware of how net unrealized appreciation works because i would tell you of the time, you're going to want to take advantage of that concept. It's why when you're on the phone and you're ever trying to move money from your 401k and IRA, the person on the other line is always asking you questions about company stock. They're not leading you through that net unrealized appreciation. They're doing their obligation- of asking about the stock to give you that opportunity to say something. So they're not necessarily they're going to lead you. They can give you the information you need to make that educated decision, but make yourself aware of net unrealized appreciation. And again, if you're hearing that topic, you're like, I'm not sure what that means. This is it. If you have stock in your 401k and you want to understand what the heck NUA is, Call us, 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. Jumping into number eight is one of my favorite ones are called QCDs, Qualified Charitable Distributions. Um, A couple years ago, they put this into law. A QCD is that at the age of 70 and a half, not 72, but at the age of 70 and a half, you have the ability to pull up to $100,000 per year per person. So $100,000 per year per person, and in lieu of having to take a required minimum distribution, you can actually give your required minimum distribution away to charities. So a lot of people are not itemizing anymore. In fact, the number is somewhere in that 5 to 6% of the American population are itemizing, yet people are still giving money away. A phenomenal way for people that are almost RMD eligible or at least the age of 70 and a half to give money away, give it away directly from your IRA and specific, specifically from that required minimum distribution because that required minimum distribution then does not become taxable because you just gave it directly away. It's a big deal. Can you, give it, ki- can you give it to your kids? Are your kids a nonprofit? No. Great answer. That's it, sir. Got to be a nonprofit. So well, it's whether it's your local synagogue, church, SPCA, Wounded Warriors, whoever it is, it's got to be a 501c3 nonprofits that are out there.
2: Joe, my kids are a nonprofit. Yeah,
3: there you go. <laughs> They've cost me so much freaking money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you should have filed it. You should have filed for the nonprofit. I should have tried to status. get that 501c3 <laughs> yeah. designation for my two daughters. That it reminds me.
3: It'll be a squirrel moment for me, too. I love this. Shaquille O'Neal when his kids say, We're rich. He goes, No, 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 no. Remember, I'm rich. Yeah, we're not rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, give it to the nonprofits. I'm right there with David at the end of the day. But um, talk about number nine mega QCDs. One of the big things as part of the stimulus act from 2020, and it's ending this year. If you are very charitable and you're always like, ah, I got all these limits of 30%, 50%, 60%. This year, you have the ability for cash where the normal limit is you can give up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. That number's 100% for this year. Goes away again. So again, remember that massive uh, QCD. And again, these can work for those of you um, that qualify for that QCD. Remember what age? 70 and a half. It's not age 72. 72 just moved for required minimum distributions. Um, The QCD is still at 70 and a half. And again, up to $100,000. So again, that that rule is changing um, starting here in 2022 again. And then probably the number one mistake that we see day in and day out, and unfortunately, this is reality, is over 50% of marriages end up in a divorce. And even when we see people that get widowed and get remarried as well, we're passionate, at least on an annual basis. So if you're listening, take an opportunity to do this. Check your beneficiaries. Check your beneficiaries. And especially when we talk about IRAs and 401ks it doesn't matter what's written on other pieces of paper. It better match up to what's on those pieces of paper on the beneficiary forms when we talk about both IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, et cetera. You don't want to screw any of those up. But again, if you have any questions about those 10 last minute items that I spoke to, we're more than happy to sit down with you. Again, give us a call at 215-798-9088.
2: So Joe, I just wanted to take a second. I know we got a couple minutes here in the segment and kind of illustrate and talk about you know what the experience with Thrive, with Thrive is. Um, you know, we tried to dive in a little bit. And I would say Brett did a little bit more than just a basic dive today on taxes. And hopefully the listening audience can understand that there is a lot of moving parts. And you can't get it all, you know, on that first dialogue. You may hear say, well, what did he say? What did he say? What does that mean? Does that apply to me? You know, so what we've done is we've created an environment, number one, of what we call leadership, right? We think a lot of what's happening in our industry Is not really moving in the right direction, that direction of it's just really sales oriented, right? Typical financial advisors talk about what they get paid for, which primarily, if, if, if the listening audience is working with a financial advisor, just ask yourself the question what was my last conversation? Right? It probably was about where my investments are and what the performance has been. But if you're in retirement, don't the conversations is is a lot and that's what people find from us, right? We start conversations that retirees didn't know that they really even needed to have. And we do that by asking them questions that for the first time they realize they need to know the answers to. So we deem what we do as leadership, right? We think it's void in our industry. Most financial advisors will work with anybody because that's what they, you know, that's how they get paid. What we do, I promise you, we will talk to you about way more more things than we actually get paid to do. Because as fiduciaries, it's critically important that those things get considered in retirement. Because if you miss one step, it could end up costing you tens of thousands of dollars. And we've seen it be hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, it's something to be very careful about. Leadership and providing certainty, knowing that I am going to be okay. As a a married couple, as a single person, I'm going to be okay, right? I'm going to get through retirement successfully. Um, As a married couple, after the first spouse passes away, it's a big question am I going to be okay? Through our leadership, asking the right questions, educating the right way, providing, you know, when you have problems with that turning it around and showing you what the possibilities are. As a matter of fact, Joe, we're going to rebrand our process and we're actually getting it trademarked because we believe so strongly in this process, which I'll talk a little bit more about in my segment, that it's so different than what every other financial planning firm does that we don't want it diluted by anybody. And that's why we're going to trademark it. Because the steps within this process that we've built here at Thrive, and we take somebody through where we're educating, we're acting as an advocate, and we're helping turning those problems into possibilities is so critically important. And I'd really encourage people to take that journey with us. It's very simple. You can go to our website, thrivefinancialservices.com, check it out, and be happy to talk to any of you at any particular time. Thanks so much.
1: And as we go to the commercial break, um, I'll chip in with my own thought. You are exactly what you say you are. Bottom line. I'm so excited to hear about the trademark. Back in a moment. One segment to go on this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Get in touch with Thrive before 2021 becomes 2022.
2: Joe, we're going to hop into a topic that we get lots of questions about. uh, Something that we find people know a little bit, lots of questions, uh, but very few have implemented in their retirement plan. And before I jump into this topic of long-term care insurance, uh, I want to just second what you just said, is I'd really encourage people to go to our website at thrivefinancialservices.com. The way we've built this website is it's a resource tool, tons of information, tons of on-demand webinars. They're interactive. There's nobody hosting them live, so you can kind of feel comfortable and non Intrusive and just kind of get that education as you go. And when you're ready, you can just reach out to us at 215 798. Ninety eighty eight, and you can engage us in a conversation. And you know, again, we tell people whether you, you know you believe it or not. And I can tell you, you know, we've had the luxury and the privilege of retiring over a thousand families. So initially, a lot of people are skeptical. They think we're going to be salesy on it. And you know, I always tell people the only way you can become a client of ours is if you ask us you'll never get the words coming out of our mouth. So, hey, what do you think? Are you ready to start working with Thrive? We never... I mean, every single person that works with us has been you know, trained, held accountable to that type of a philosophy. And I think you know, our, our long-term philosophy has always been, if you do good by people, people will ultimately do good by you. And we've been blessed that way. The, you know, the company has continued to grow. We've been on the Inc. Five Thousand second year in a row. Um, you know, our webinars, our seminars, our online education courses are just packed to the gills. So it's exciting, and we're really looking forward to 2022. So let me let me hop into this topic real quick. So long term care, right? That one of those four headwinds that we were talking about early in the show of um, you know we've got inflation we've got taxes we've got market conditions that may not go in the direction that we want. Um, and then the fourth was longevity, right? Living longer than anticipated, and unfortunately, we've kind of seen it with all the things that can happen—pandemics and cancers at an all high, you know, all-time high. Heart diseases at an all-time high. Yes, you may live longer due to medical science, but it may not be exactly the way you want. And I think everybody knows that's listening to the show that healthcare is out of control from a cost perspective. I can't tell you, Joe, how many people we have sat with that just came out of the hospital for something. And you know, thank God for health insurance, which is incredibly expensive. Um, But they show us the bill. They said, you're not going to believe this. I went in for this medical procedure. And you would think initially when you hear about it, it's not that big of a deal. But then you look at the invoice that they get from the insurance company to show them what was paid. And it's a couple hundred thousand dollars for basic stuff. And I just go, oh, like, how does that happen? You know, like, where does that come from? And we know, I mean, between the pharmaceutical industry and the medical profession and the insurance companies in cahoots with each other, we get it. I, you know, we've heard the stats where, you know, an aspirin in a hospital for one aspirin is 25 bucks or whatever it may be. So the reason I bring all that up is you got to kind of consider, because you have a choice. You can either have insurance to help supplement those costs if they're extraordinary type costs, or you can go self-insured. And depending on what the condition is, a self-insurance path can be very detrimental because it could erode a lot of the retirement savings that you've put away. And if you're a married person, think about it. You know, if you need long-term care cover or long-term care assistance at home or in a facility, the typical length of time that people need it is about three years, and the cost here in Southeast Pennsylvania region is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of cost on an annual basis. So you could see, and that's under today's dollars. You could see a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, in their 60s, early 70s, you know, God forbid it happens. And when it typically happens is in the late 70s, early 80s, with inflation running the way it's running right now, you could see how much more it could potentially be. It's scary. It's crazy. So what what to consider when comparing long-term care? Like when you begin your initial research, there's three things that you really want to consider. Number one, are my assets enough that I want to insure them? Like as a general rule, long-term care insurance is most appropriate for people with about $100,000 uh, or more of liquid assets right? Because that, that, it's not a ton of money, so it really kind of defines a lot of people do need to consider it. Number two, do I want the insurance to pay for most... All of the care I might need or just part of it. Selecting the appropriate amount of insurance and not buying too much is critical in designing a policy then you will you know so that you can basically afford it for the years to come. Keep in mind, like your home or auto insurance you buy, when you buy long term care insurance and never use it, right? It just kind of goes like It was a waste of money. So finding the balance between too much insurance and too little can really be critical to your planning. And then last, I've decided that I might want to get the insurance. So what's the most efficient way to do it? Now, what I've learned in my business over 32 years, and this is interesting, is most clients prefer to buy this type of a product at a distance. And what I mean by that is not having to sit and listen to an insurance agent give them, quote unquote, a pitch in their living room. So, you know, as for our audience, what I want to tell you is what we offer is two very non-intrusive ways to achieve the distance learning so that many of our clients, we found, kind of prefer that. So, we can either simply mail you the information direct to your home so you can review it on your schedule, or we can do a screen share, like these video conferencings on Zoom or teams or whatever, where from the comfort of your home, we'll be able to watch how we present it real-time as we explain both the pros and the cons, and the different types of long-term care insurance, and we would even be able to provide you the quotes necessary to make a consideration. So, it's a real simple process, and you don't even have to come into our office to do it. Now, if you you know prefer to meet one-on-one, face-to-face, we can do that. But this is a real important topic. So, one of the things I'm going to say very quickly is we have lost the confidence, and the will, so to say, in helping people acquire traditional long-term care insurance. For what I said earlier, right? the costs are going up. To qualify, it's getting tougher. And then God forbid you pass away in your sleep and you were paying all this money in insurance premiums you never end up using it. There's no residual benefit whatsoever for your family. And we just see more and more people getting to a point they've been paying for it for 15 years, and now the premiums are so high that they have to abandon the policy uh, because they just can't afford it anymore. And all those years of premium just go down the toilet. It's just, it's terrible. So, what's happened, and as fiduciaries, we've done our due diligence, we've done our research, and we've been advocates for what they call hybrid long-term care policies um, much, much better situation because it's got all kinds of things in it. When you start to consider a hybrid long-term policy, there's things related to it um, that are really, really beneficial. It's like um, it's kind of like a Swiss army knife, right? If you need a Phillips head, there's Phillips heads on there. If you need kind of the plain screwdriver, it's there. If you have a really nice bottle of wine and yeah. you need a corkscrew, That's there as well. That's kind of how the hybrid products work. They typically provide some form of savings component. They uh, they have some type of a guaranteed tax free death benefit. And then, obviously, as the as the, you know, the long term care component, the long term uh, care name of the product, it provides a long term care benefit. So the reason a hybrid policy is a good consideration is. Something of those three events are going to happen, right? Like if you live a nice long life and you end up not needing the long-term care, well, you've had an investment, you know, for that period of time that has accumulated interest, and you have access that to that money to either, you know, pass it on to beneficiaries or uh, use it as a supplement to your retirement needs, um, if you pass away or when you pass away and you have not utilized the long-term care uh, component features, then it's going to pay a tax-free benefit, a death benefit, which is free from taxes to whoever your beneficiary is. And then if you did need it, and the important part, remember, if you don't have something like this in place, the only source of resource that you have is your retirement assets, or the equity in your home. That's the only two places to go. Now, if you remember what I said earlier, the average stay is three years. Their average need, whether it's assisted living at home or it's in a facility, is three years. But what we've seen, and, and it's a horrible experience, is if you end up with dementia or Alzheimer's, and those conditions can last eight to 10 years, so the cost can become astronomical. And it really can wipe out a retirement account and leave a surviving spouse with no retirement assets and only have social security, maybe a pension if they're lucky, to still have you know, living expenses covered, but no other benefit. So, a hybrid product, death benefit, uh, an investment return, and long-term care coverages. I said, in a non-intrusive way, just give us a call. and we'll either mail you out information. We cover all the major carriers. We've done our due diligence. We can give you a brochure related to information on it. Um, If you want to do a screen share where we can kind of go through the product at the convenience of your own home, or you want to come in and just spend a little bit of time on this specific topic, nothing else, I want to understand is long-term care hybrid... Something that I should be considering, and where does it fit into my retirement plan?
1: And when should I consider it, right? Absolutely. Great stuff today on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. I'm going to push the show 30 seconds uh, ahead because I want to give you, David, and then I want to give you, Brett, one last chance or one last opportunity um, to... um, Send good tidings, good cheer uh, to all of our listeners on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show.
3: Yeah, I'd just like to say thank you to our listening audience, our clients, even our staff, just on behalf of David, Karen, and myself, just for allowing us the opportunity to serve. That's, that's, that's what we're all about. Thank you. Well done, David.
2: Yeah, ditto on what Brett said. And again, as we have deemed ourselves, and you know, I think we've proven it out as leaders, I just really want to tell everybody It's going to be okay. We live in a wonderful country. We live in a wonderful system and we're going through some turmoil and what our country needs is leadership. We need it desperately and we will find it because the people who listen to our show are good people and they're going to fight the fight to make sure things happen the way they need to happen so that they can secure their retirement. We appreciate you and we're in it with you.
1: Well done, well said from David Bazaar, Brett Elam, and of course on behalf of Karen Bazaar. That's going to do it for this edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. On behalf of all of our listeners and the entire Thrive Financial Services team, happy holidays, everyone.